first show, a new year, the double deuce, making it clear. How's it going, everybody? It is the it is the first episode of a brand new year. We're rocking in the double deuce. We're going to be looking forward. We're going to be looking back. We're going to be analyzing the news of the day. We're going to be talking about what's on the web. Good Lord, this show, it's, it's almost too much, you guys. It's almost too too much. We have uh, we have uh, Sniffles McGillicuddy. I might be giving the Gimlet a new nickname, but today it's going to be oh, Sniffles McGillicuddy. What's up there, Gimme? Uh, apparently a sinus infection. Skadoosh. Skadoosh. So I apologize. I'm back. To, I'm back to that B. Arthur sounding effect. So you know. <laughs> Not quite B. Arthur. You know, I, I saw B. Arthur in the Chicago airport shortly before she passed. We'll talk about Betty White. But I don't want to get maudlin. I don't want to get maudlin yet. But I saw I saw B. Arthur in the uh, Chicago airport shortly before she passed. And, uh, wow, she maybe she had fallen down. This is a horrible story. Why am I telling this story? There's no payoff. Here's, here's the story. I saw B. Arthur, and she had a black eye. And I was like, Ow. oh, dear. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but boy, howdy. Let's give it up for B. Arthur uh, with. Oh, what do you what do you call that? It just. Uh, the the slow burn. She was a master of the slow burn. Somebody oh, yeah. would a character would say something and B. Arthur would just have those eyes and she would just stand there and get the biggest laughs just by being B. Arthur. So anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't think you sound horribly like B. Arthur. It does. You, you definitely got like a sniffle, sniffle, bow biffle going on, but it's not too bad. Okay. I'm sitting so here I'm, sipping. I'm sitting here sipping my tea. There you go. What what there kind of go. tea? What kind of tea are you having? Um, I drink uh, <laughs> cocoa nib tea with some um, cumin seeds and coriander in it. Okay. Is it tasty and delicious? It's yes, it's very spicy. Nice. Listen, so, yeah, it helps clear the sinuses. I could have a serious tea habit. I could. I. I have. I struggle with this. I, I. And I'm not even kidding you guys. But like, tea is so much fun. Like, I love the ritual of it. I love the preparation of it. But I can't. I can't dive in. I would. I would spend the fortune. I would spend a fortune. <laughs> I love getting the loose tea. I love getting your own blend. Then you got that little metal ball that you put the tea in and you measure it out. And then you get the tea kettle and blah, blah, blah. I remember years ago, I was I was on the road. It was uh, uh, me and Burt Kreischer and Billy Gardell. We were doing that Jameson's tour. And uh, Kreischer and I went to the mall. I forget. One, one of us needed something. But like like comedians do, we went to the mall and we went into one of those tea stores, and the place smelled great. And uh, oh, I ooh, I'm gonna get it. So he picks out some tea, and I pick out some tea. And oh, we need that little ball to put it in. And then oh, I need this, and I need that. And we were just getting the stuff you would need to. Like we weren't getting kettles or anything. We're like, oh, I'm gonna take this home and start. Do we went to the freaking cash register, <laughs> and the girl was like. She totals up Kreischer's stuff. It's like $270. And he's like, I'm out. I'm out. I can't do this. So he puts all the stuff back. She totals up my stuff. It's over 300 And oh I'm my like, God. I'm out. I'm out. But like, we both felt bad. But we, <laughs> but it's we like. just couldn't do it. It would have been so great, though. I hope. Uh, someday well, I mean, to, to be successful enough that I can uh, can fully embrace my tea addiction. And I don't even have a tea addiction, but I just, I'm into all the stuff. Well, like, I got into this, what I call chocolate tea. <laughs> okay, that's a sexy we went, right there. Well, when we went to Dominican Republic, we went to this little farm you and went, we grew. You went to the Dominican Republic and you started getting into the chocolate tea. <laughs> It's actually a thing. They take the shells from the the cocoa beans and they smash them up and they make tea out of them. And then they put a little honey in. 
and it's like chocolate tea. Okay, that 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 makes perfect sense. Not as funny as as uh, <laughs> you swinging on vacation. However, yeah, I didn't that, know that, that seems was a like swinging thing. Oh, chocolate tea. That sounds. That's totally. That's got to be some kind of street code <laughs> for swinging. We went on vacation, okay. and that's when I found out about chocolate tea. But you know what? That seems like a thing. Like, here's the deal. Here's how you make money, you guys. Here's a little hint, and and I I should embrace this. Find the thing that some manufacturer is throwing away. Then come up with a use for that thing, and you will make a boatload of money. So if some uh if some chocolatier is throwing away the husks. Uh, from a cocoa plant, for the love of God, scoop those up and start selling chocolate tea. Yep, and then I put cilantro seeds, basically, coriander seeds, fennel seeds. Yeah. A couple other spicy seeds in it, and it's all good. Well, I wish you the best of luck. I want you to beat your yeah. little sinus, sinus troubles are a drag. It's just a drag, man. That The pressure, and then with, blah, blah, that's gross. Whatever. Uh, you'll be fine. Okay. So really quickly, in the in the A block of our show, I want to talk about uh, something. That, I don't know. It feels like whenever I figure something out, I want to talk about that right away. But here's, uh, I'm I'm watching the news today, and I'm you know the people are older. Oh, we're looking back at 2021, and tw- we're looking forward to 2022. Blah 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 blah. And these sons of bitches, they're still watching the media. Like milk this January sixth thing, just absolutely, it's despicable. And then I, I it, it hit me, like I'm not even ready to talk about that yet. I'm not even ready. Listen, you know where I am, you guys. I'm still on who at the FBI is responsible for the fake uh, Russia collusion story, and who from the Clinton campaign was responsible for kicking that off. Because they keep they, – they're trying to make this big lie thing uh, stick for January 6th. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, hell no. If anybody gets the uh, the freaking moniker of the big lie, it's the Russia collusion thing. And to me, it's way worse. It's way worse. Now, now January 6th and, and Russia collusion, I think, both have one common thread. And this is how I reached my conclusion – the the FBI, the FBI involved in both. Now, I'm not saying that the FBI is responsible for blah, 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 and you got to say crappy crap like that. But I'm talking about the FISA abuse, the Steele dossier, the changing emails to make it look like people weren't already vetted, all of that stuff. If you talk about and, and, and I'll, pl- I'll play your little game, I'll play your little stupid game. Okay, so let's say that the that, that the people uh, on, on January 6th, yeah, they were really there. They were going to storm the Capitol. They were going to start killing congressmen. And I have to laugh when I talk about it. And they were going to try to change the outcome. Let, let's play that game. Let's play a game. I think that the Russian collusion story is much worse, is much worse. Now, granted, there wasn't the uh, the loss of life. But like if – oh, God, I can't, even, I can't even go there. I can't even go there. The media, it's, it's, it's the media, it's the FBI, and everybody working in concert to shore up the big lie of Russia interference in our election and the Trump campaign colluding with them. It is that coordinated effort between the FBI and the media – that went on for years. And like we've talked about before on the show, if, if you're on their side of the, the issue, if you're on their side of the aisle, there's no downside. You just keep smearing the name of Donald Trump for years, for years. Oh, we're wrong. Oh, oopsie daisy. That is a bigger, I, I would say a bigger threat to our democracy. Listen, if, if, uh, if the people in January 6th would have gone in and taken over, Seriously, like they, they didn't even have guns for the love of God. And even if they had been successful, like what would that have lasted for like a day, like a, a, a two days? Like 
there be no long lasting repercussions for that. But we are still in everybody's like in this make believe land like the FBI and the media didn't try as hard as they could to send a bunch of innocent people to jail to affect the outcome of the election, to disenfranchise uh, the, the huge hunk of the country. That's way worse. The FBI are criminals, absolute criminals. Well, I mean, just look what's going down right now with the Whitmer kidnapping case. Yes. Like the, the dudes they had that were engineering that whole thing and basically entrapping the six that are being charged, they can't even put them on the stand because they're such shitheads. (laughs) okay like this is your fbi people and if you think this whole thing that revolver news has put together with ray apps doesn't have a thread to pull i i don't know what to tell you and that is why i i want i would love to get organized uh with some other like influencers social media people and it's like it's like no no i'm not even I'm not moving on. We, I'm still focused on Durham. I'm still focused on FISA abuse. I'm still talking like that is a, that to me is the number one threat to our survival as a country. And like what they're doing in the military and throwing people out because you lean right and blah, 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 blah. That's just ludicrous. But this whole thing like, oh, we have to do something about January 6th. No, bitch. No, no, no bitch. I'm still I, I back just, on Russia collusion, and I'm not moving on. <laughs> I just I just love Liz Cheney and all this strange new respect she's getting from people who, like, hate her and hate her family. Like, she's on with George freaking Stephanopoulos today. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it just give me a freaking break. Like, how soon can we done be done with you? Because, really, November 2022 is not soon enough. But here's the other thing. I'm reading this headline from Manu Rajku, or however you say his name, right? Yeah. And, oh, the committee's getting ready to release their January 6th findings, which are starting to come together. It's like nothing is coming together. You got got two choices here. You've literally got two choices. You're either telling me some of the dumbest people in the country that sit in the House of Representatives, because look at that committee. It's literally some of the dumbest people in the country, okay? Yeah. Are smarter than the FBI. Great. Disband the whole damn thing. Disband the whole damn FBI. If you're telling me these idiots in Congress can find a bunch of evidence that the FB freaking I couldn't, fire them all. They're done. It is. You've reached the conclusion I have reached. Like, we have to, we have to disband them. We're going to have to make another, you know, agency that that works better and more efficiently and there's more transparency and it's it's not a political thing but like and i don't want to stop at the fbi i really police too say what capital police too done over i'm like i'm thinking bigger than law enforcement i'm thinking like the department of energy you gotta you're done you gotta go like a, a bunch of these bureaucracies the federal government, we have to take a hatchet to the federal government. These talentless, brainless people, these bureaucrats who just don't know how the real world works. We can't have th- these people making decisions that affect our lives because they're morons. They're morons and they have no idea like what it is to actually build something, actually create something to sign the front of a check. I know that's kind of a hackneyed phrase, but they serious they're they're freaking out of touch with reality. And we just can't we've got idiots in charge. Idiots in charge. I want, I want more doctors to run. I want more business people to run. I want yes. more engineers to run. I want more tech innovators to run. Like, we need people who know how to do shit. But isn't that why they had this to get rid of Trump? Isn't that yes. why they, because he, it was, he, that dude was a spotlight on 
how big the problem is. Now, whether you want to call it the swamp or the, the, the bureaucracy, whatever you want to call it, that was really the giant takeaway. I swear to God, all of this stuff is so much easier than all of these. Oh, my God. I've just I've lost I've lost patience with with the Liz Warrens of it all. I have none. But I mean, this is the same reason they're trying to go after Blake Masters in Arizona, J.D. Vance in Ohio. Um, you know, people who have built things, done things that are now running for Congress, they don't want those kind of people because those kind of people are going to look at their thousand page bill and say, what the hell are you doing here? Seriously. Seriously. I I mean, it's just I don't want to hear a Republican candidate running unless they tell me how serious they are about serious reform to the federal bureaucracy, because I'm telling you right now, if you read Dr. Scott Atlas's book, which I'm reading right now. Oh, my God. Like the incompetence he saw among Fauci and Burks and all these other people. He basically believes they went in to manage COVID like you manage HIV. You know what you can't manage like you manage a sexually transmitted bloodborne pathogen? An mm. airborne respiratory pathogen. <laughs> like they have nothing in common. <laughs> and then, okay, so so here's, here's a couple things. And this is, once again, about the, picking your own narrative. And, and it's just like, so so I'm not done. Uh, being, being curious and being upset and, and being energized by the whole Russia collusion thing. The other one that really, and this one just drives me absolutely bonkers. No one is curious about where the Rona started. That to me, that to me is another one of those big giant it's like a lighthouse. It's like a beacon. It's like a firework, like for them not to be interested in, in, in finding out the who, what, when, where, and why of, of the, the Rona means that they must've been in on it. The only reason, the only reason you wouldn't want to know is because you're afraid they're going to dig up some dirt on you. Seriously. Absolutely. And the timing of that whole thing and this is like conspiracy theory central, but like the timing of that, we've said it before here. It makes none of it makes sense the way they're the way they 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 do the lockdowns when the lockdowns don't work, and oh, we're gonna lock down the the people who aren't sick, and oh, you've got to get this vaccine, but you got this huge, you got like a ninety nine percent chance of surviving. Oh, you got to do this, you got to wear the mask, you got to get the triple jab, you got to do this. Da, da, da. Uh, all because of Rona. None of it makes any sense until you flip it and start thinking like a James Bond supervillain. And the number one thing is you look at like Trump is coming into the home stretch. The economy is just banging. We are just moving along as a country. You got the Abraham Accords going on. You got a good relationship with North Korea. He hasn't started any new wars. He's going to get us out of Afghanistan, and he's not going to screw the pooch when he does it. Like, everything was clicking. The only thing that you could possibly try to, oh, the economy, the economy. We can crumble anything. It's just too perfect. It was just too perfect. Perfect. And like uh, Franklin Roosevelt said, when something happens in politics, I guarantee it was, I'm paraphrasing, when something happens in politics, it was planned that way. It was timed out that way. And so now they're not curious. Okay, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. We're going to get into some more. We're going to get into some more. uh, We're going to look back a little bit more at 2021. We're going to look forward uh, quite a bit. Fun stuff to go uh, to talk about. I can't wait to get into. I can't wait uh, to get into. Uh, De Blasio goes bye bye. AOC in Miami. Come on now. We're gonna take a little break. We will be right back. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. 
but I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! We're back. It is time for the B Block. Keeping the discussion going on your favorite podcast. One of your t- favorite podcasts? Hopefully, I'm at your top three, top five, top 10, top 20. Anyway, <laughs> hey, I, I should have asked you this uh, before we get back into uh, the, the wonderful, the wonderful developments with, with AOC and going down to Miami and all that great stuff. What did you do for New Year's Eve? What'd you do there in, in Gypsy Town? Did you uh oh. did you have some chocolate tea? Hmm? Hmm? No, 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 no. We uh we uh Georgia was in the semifinals for the national championship. So and Alabama was playing as well. So I made this amazing game day board with wings and stuffed pretzels and and oh my gosh, what else? Um, pigs Are you in talking a about blanket. one of those chatuderi, Yeah, a huge one. Brought you know it over what? to a friend's house, and we ate it up, and we watched some football. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of like the things uh, I can't wait to get past in 2022. This whole I know people love these boards. They love them. Oh, I made it. I'm making a taka taka board. I'm making a shacha chacha chu. Like seriously, you're bringing appetizers. That's yeah. what that is. Like yeah, people, they love it. They uh, yes, yes, they do love it because the food is delicious. But like, oh, I'm I'm doing a charcuterie uh, board. You're you're fucking bringing appetizers. You could bring that shit in a, in a in a Tupperware bowl. You could bring it. It yeah. used to it used to be called bringing food to a party. And oh, I'm making a blah 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 board. Hey, hey, let's pump the brakes. They're Frenchy. Yeah, I just hey, like it because I do it. chicken wings. I do it with like sandwiches and tacos and everything's just out and all there and you pick it up and it's kind of like a sandwich bar kind of thing. You know what it is? It's like the modern back in the 70s. There was this crazy fascination with like fondue and like seriously, you're dipping bread in cheese, you guys <laughs> like and I love there's still people out there trying to make fondue happen. Ooh, I'm going to I'm going to take my wife to the fondue. Now, granted, sometimes you'd have like a little hunk of meat and you'd cook it up. But like this whole uh, chartouche, I, 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 I literally I can't say it. I don't want to learn how to say it, but it's like you're you're you've made appetizers. That's what you've done. Yeah, I know. I oh. just like arranging them that way. OK. Uh, yes, it's a fun presentation. It's a fun yeah. presentation. Uh, and I mean, I, the, the other thing is like the charcuterie boards are actually like meat and cheese. Like, yeah, that that's again, appetizers, right? Yes. But like other boards are not really charcuteries. They're different. Like I can go to the grocery store and buy a plastic container that has meats and cheeses and crackers yes. and dip, and it's all there. But like, I don't call it a cha 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 pa. It's like I brought. Hey, here's some cheese and crackers. I just don't. I, I guess I I can understand the fascination a little bit, but like, uh, whatever. It's very nice. I like. I love. I love appetizers. I love appetizers. Okay, so here's what I did. I did a show. I did a show at uh, the fantastic uh, The America First Warehouse. I always have to remember to put The in there because when you guys look them up on the internet, 
It's theamericafirstwarehouse.com. This play, we had so much fun. We had such a great time. Uh, there was a, a phenomenal band, a uh, couple of comics. Uh, my my buddies from uh, the Loud Majority were there, uh, and just had a an absolute blast. And I didn't even realize, like I'm I'm post Rona. I'm over the Rona. But like people are still. This is New York. People are flipping out. They canceled a show at like the local comedy club because people are like I'm not going out. I'm not going out. Like I, I had no idea how like uh, people are taking this Omicron business like so seriously. And I just want to let everybody know. I want to scream it from the mountaintops. If, if you get the Omicron, you're flipping. That's the one you want. That's the one you want. Like our yes. our, our parents and our grandparents. They would be throwing Omicron makeout parties. That's how they would have handled this. They would have been like, it's like that old school mom knows best type of solution. It's like the chicken pox. They had chicken pox parties, chicken pox sleepovers. Omicron, this is the one to get, you guys. I believe it's the one that I have I, or, or had. I don't know. But it was like two days of a very low fever. And I didn't, I didn't do z pack I didn't do hydroxychloroquine. I just nutted up and made sure I had zinc and vitamin C and vitamin D and blah, 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 blah. But it was not that bad at all. And for all these people like living in fear, like they're, oh, I'm going to dodge it and I'm not going to get it and blah, blah, blah. I, I think no, you you're going to. Yeah, you're going to get it. It's a matter of time. And like, you're going to get it. I must have, there must have been like a, a silver star shining down on me from above because the timing could not have been better. You know, it was like the week yeah. before Christmas. I got to hunker down uh, with the kids. We're watching freaking movies every night. We're playing Metroid, which is a great video game, by the way. If you have a Nintendo Switch, go get Metroid. But like, I was highly functional the whole time. It didn't knock me on my ass. This is the one you want. So New Year's Eve at uh, the America for we I, just a really good time. It's fun. It's fun to go out and like have zero worries whatsoever. But the band was great. The stand up show was great. Uh, everybody there at the America First Warehouse, just some of the best people. I met some awesome people. So much fun. And oh my gosh! And this will we're gonna be uh, looks like we're heading down to uh, CPAC this year, Gimlet. We haven't been in a while. Oh, well, I've been, just not with you. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I said we. We. Yeah. I, th I think we went in, what, 2017? And it was just a flipping oof. We went one time after that, too. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I, I have no memory of that. But I'm I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so... We got to move on to a little bit more. I hope you guys had a great New Year's Eve. I hope you did. I read, I ran a poll on Twitter. I ran a poll on Twitter. What's the sexier holiday? New Year's Eve or Halloween? And because like the, the girls all get dolled up uh, for, for New Year's Eve. And I dig it. I dig it. I like I like the shinies. I like the sparkles. I like all of it. And even, even the most uh, uptight, uptight, like frigid lady will still whip out her glitter titties for New Year's Eve, which is great. So between between New Year's Eve and Halloween, who do you think won, Gimlet? Who do you think the people voted for for the sexier holiday? Gotta say Halloween, more variety. You are correct. Halloween won. But you know, I thought it would be I thought it'd be a, a huge runaway. It, it was it was closer than I thought, but Halloween won, and I agree with you. It's cause the variety. Like on on New Year's, you just have the one. Oh, I'm gonna wear you know my glitter titty dress, meaning that there's a dress with glitter and shiny sparkles, and you're showing off a lot of titties. Although I think actually having glitter on your titties, I would celebrate that too. The thing is, you just get that one style. You get that. You get you get the fancy schmancy look on new year's eve but with halloween you got it all like oh you're a whore and you're a witch and you're oh sexy nurse you got everything you got everything on halloween so those were the results of the poll for that i was uh 
Yeah, and I have to agree. I have to agree. Halloween, it is sexier. It is a sexier holiday. I, I got to participate in Halloween this year. I got to I gotta do that. I want to go to a big Halloween party. I want to see some just, just half-naked people. <laughs> I want the whole thing. I, got, I feel like I got, I've been robbed for the past couple of years. So uh, I'm all in on that. Okay, quickly, quickly. I'm sure you saw the uh, the AOC goes down to Miami thing. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> this was great, you guys. This was great. So, uh, and it's actually, it's it's indicative of a, of a much bigger problem, and I don't know what the solution is. We'll talk about it here. We'll try to figure it out. So, uh, New York is in lockdown. Everybody's afraid. You got to wear a mask. I don't know if it's a lockdown, but it feels that way. Uh, all kinds of sh- crap is closed. So AOC goes down to Miami. She's sitting outside. She's down there for New Year's Eve. She's with her boyfriend. They're having cocktails. They're sitting outside. No mask, no nothing. And uh, I forget. It might have been Steve Cortez took a shot at her at, on Twitter going, oh, there she is. AOC, no mask in Florida, blah, 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 blah. And then she comes back with, oh, you Republicans, you're so you're working out your sexual frustrations on on me. <clears throat> Which I thought was hilarious, which I thought was hilarious, which is such a girl thing to say. Such like an immature, like freaking high school girl thing to say. Oh, it's oh, not. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't this isn't about uh, and, uh, a policy or me being a hypocrite. This is because you can't bang me. You want to bang me, which was <laughs> hilarious to me. OK. Maybe. If you went inexplicably mute, but there's nobody on the right who's going to listen to that mouth. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, if she would have gone to uh, if she would have gone to California, if she would have gone to L.A. and she would have been sitting outside. Nobody uh, would have said a thing. Wearing a mask. No, it would no issue. Go Go to where your policies are. Go to where your policies are working. Yeah. Go to this. Is, and this is the thing, the thing that drives me crazy. Okay. It's like, and I don't know if uh, uh, we'll mention it here again. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, our friend Nancy Pelosi. She bought a huge retirement mansion. I think it's like an $11 million property. Of course, it's it's on the it's on the beach. It's because, of course, climate change uh, in Florida. So that's her plan. She's going to stick the dismount, get the F out of San Francisco, and spend her remaining years in Florida. And, like, that's that's the thing that, that, that drives us crazy. Like, AOC, oh, DeSantis is going to kill us all. Oh, the Rona is everywhere. Dead people in the streets. Just death, death, death. Oh, he's such a stupid. He's the worst governor, blah, 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 blah. And then you go down there for New Year's Eve? That's yep. what I can't stand. And that's why we were talking about this a couple of years ago. This is why we have to shore up every other state because yep. I, I, these these they have zero shame. You she's sitting outside. She has to know that she's going to get caught on camera. Well, she doesn't care. Nancy Pelosi. Oh, you're a hypocrite. She doesn't care. They will publicly dump on Texas, Florida, Alabama. Uh, you know, Georgia, they will dump on these freedom loving states and then they'll move there and they will abandon uh, the the Shangri-Las that should be uh, San Francisco and they will turn this whole flipping country. And, and you can't help it. You can't you can't help it if you're if you're a Democrat, if you're a liberal, if you really believe these things and then your business leaves California and relocates in Texas you're going to keep voting the way you did. You might not do it this go round, but it'll be next go round. I don't know. The only way, and let me know what you think, because the only, we have to win the culture war. We have to win the culture war or else everything is lost. It's all gone. It's all gone. It's just a matter of time. I I don't disagree. And, and, but there's some things in the, in the general media that kind of crack me up. Oh, yeah. Biden's losing support among young voters because he's not moving fast enough on climate change. No, you idiots. He's losing support among younger voters who were tearing it up in a like hot freaking pumping economy under Donald Trump. 
when they were coming of age and getting a job and there were jobs available and wages were up and prices were down. They know they're getting screwed by Biden's policies and you're turning them into a bunch of freaking Republicans. They're not going to tell you any more than they told you that they were playing cards against humanity in their high school cafeterias. But there ain't a single one of the kids that I know that didn't go to college that's going to vote for Joe Biden or any of his predecessors. And the other great thing, just to back up what you're saying, is they yeah. have to be they have to be aware of, OK, I'm I'm seeing these headlines. I'm, I'm watching these people on the news. Tell me one thing when my reality is vastly different. Like you can, yep. you can tell me, you can tell me, oh, inflation is the hallmark of a, of a, a good economy. You can tell me that all you want. But when I go fill up my gas tank and all of a sudden it costs me 60 bucks, I'm pissed off. Like that's reality. Yeah. That is reality. So, and you know, it's just like, you guys are so disconnected and then you have these stupid people. Oh, if you don't pay off these children's student loans, it's violence. What about all the kids that never went to college that are now filling up their car for 60 bucks? Yeah. They're looking oh at you like you're freaking crazy. And oh, by the way, before you start raiding the taxpayers again, why don't you go raid the endowments at these schools that gave a bunch of worthless degrees to these brats? It's uh, it's it's wild to watch. It's wild to watch. Uh, the the way the the media portrays everything and like how they somebody had the I love it when you see a, a tweet that's like wow that's that's brilliant I hadn't thought of that before yeah uh, somebody somebody which makes me like not want to participate in Twitter so I'm like oh okay that that it's like watching a comedian tell a really great joke and you're like oh shoot I didn't think of that but somebody somebody tweeted out I don't even know who it was but they're like. Uh, so are we going to go after uh, Oprah Winfrey's money or is it just Elon Musk? And I'm like, that's that's brilliant. Yes. yes. That's absolutely brilliant. How come? And then and then it's a great question. So, oh, so Elon Musk, he's he's a bad guy who's not paying his fair share. But oh, oh Oprah, she's fine. She's fine. And Bill Gates is fine. Oh, yeah. Bill Gates He's he's fine and wonderful. He's just he's just uh, right. he was raised in a household by a dad who was convinced there was too many people on the planet. Uh, yep. Bill Gates dad was just one of those guys that like, oof, the population, there's just too many people on the planet. We got to figure out a solution because there's too many people on the planet. And then Bill Gates is like, yeah, dad. And then he's like, hey, I'm going to go down to Africa. And give people a bunch of vaccines because I want more yeah. people alive. <laughs> like, okay. Here, here's here's the other thing that happened this week that nobody's talking about. Yes. Okay, we saw the Justine Maxwell verdict, right? Yeah. They resealed all those effing documents. Really? They resealed all those effing documents. There has never been a plea deal proposed to her. To turn in the people she was trafficking these children to? Like, if you want QAnon to be a thing, keep doing this shit, people. Keep doing this shit. Because that's the, that's the one I'm not letting go of. Let me ask you Who this. Who was Jeffrey Epstein and what the hell was he doing? And, and did, did uh, Ghislaine uh, testify in no. front of the UN like nine different times? Oh, I don't know. I saw somebody and they had a they had a photograph and I'm like, oh, I mean, and I didn't I don't know how to do that thing where you can figure out if a photo has been photoshopped. So I just kind of let it slide by. But I swear to God, it looked like she was sitting in front of the U.N. in front of microphones, like talking about something. And, and somebody's like, if you want to know how bad this is, just ask yourself, how come, <clears throat> you know, just Lane Maxwell, you know, testified in front of the U.N. over like. It's like nine times, and I'm like, holy crap, I should dig into that. That's, uh, there will be a group of people that keep that alive. There will be a group yeah. of people that keep that one going, and hopefully will be part of that. But that's just like, when, when uh, somebody goes out and gets a bunch of young girls uh, for sex at a little crazy 
either whether the Manhattan apartment or the Florida joint or the island or whatever. Uh, and it's like those little kids were going somewhere and we want to like that's part of the crime. Somebody, girls, you've already girls, you've already been brave. Tell us who. Tell us who. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'm sure Prince Andrew is a little uh, a little nervous today. Did you ever see that interview he did on the BBC? The <laughs> I tell you, that was a train wreck. It was a train wreck. <laughs> oh, have been like, oh my god, he's so nervous, and he contradicts himself so many times, and he doubles back, and his logic is just in crazy knots. You're just like, oof, dude. I know. This- can you see? Pictures of like Steve Jobs' wife with this peep, this woman, and then you see her at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. Like, if you don't want all you're all you're making us think is that the people that you call conspiracy theorists, as far as this child sex trafficking and stuff goes, are correct. Why yes. did you, James Comey's daughter? Why did you reseal the document? Yes. Why? Yeah. Uh, we, we need to know because we need to also be able to separate, uh, the, the innocent people from the guilty people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and this, this bears saying out loud, uh, with, with Epstein and the way he presented himself in high society and he's a mover and a shaker and he's got all this money and he rubs elbows with all these people, he's going to get invited to everything. And all the movers and shakers are going to get invited to party with him because that's like it's like that dude with the Ponzi scheme. You have to keep up this this appearance. So there's going to be a bunch of people. And and. This is me just saying it because 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 Trump kicked the guy out of Mar-a-Lago. You you go to a party and you're like, oh, wow, so this is the Jeffrey Epstein guy. This is okay. So I guess this is his house and blah, 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 blah. Then you see something. That gives you the heebie-jeebies, and you're like, okay, I, I'm never coming back here again. I'm never going to hang out with that guy. Ooh, it's the people who were hanging out with Epstein after he did time uh, for the for the sex crimes. You know, he he went he went to the big house, and then all, and then people are still hanging out with him. That's the weird. Those, I, yeah, I want to know who it was. I want to know who was going to the island, what they were doing, who was. Uh, who was who was paying? Who was paying the bills? That's part of the crime. That's part of the crime. And then, well, whatever. I'm gonna, I'll save that for later. Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a little break. It's a it's a supersized episode, evidently. And then we're gonna do uh, what's on the web because that's gonna be a good one. And then, of course, we'll do the uh, the Patreon segment as well, which you guys should all partake in. Which I'm looking at my list of stuff to talk about. And uh, oh, she's going to be a good one. All right. We got to do the COVID retcon there. We I do, we do, we do. Yup, yup. Gimlet has receipts, y'all. So we're coming back with what's on the web. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. What's on the web without Paul 
Paul is not here this week, but we still got to talk about what's on the web. So we got the gimlet for this one. We got the website running in the background. I know there's always so much good stuff. And this was like a banner week. There was a Now, what was the one that was jumping out at you? The one you just mentioned while we were on break? I liked the, the walnut coffee table. I like watching people make things because I think people who make things are awesome. Yes, I like, seriously, I like people who make things and I like people who restore and fix things. Yeah, there was a there was another one uh, that that, now the walnut coffee table, that was one of Paul's. uh, He also did one about this restoration of a 1873 Winchester rifle. Holy smoke. Like those are the people I want to be hanging out with after the zombie apocalypse. That's Go ahead. You know, like people who restore things, like, you know, the home improvement shows where they're going to like redecorate your house. Yeah. The coolest one I've seen lately, and I'm kind of addicted to it at the gym, hate to say it, um, is a couple that is like restoring family homes. So like people are either moving back to their hometown and it's a small town or they've inherited their parents' place and it needs to be overhauled. And a lot of times there's like all kinds of like weather damage and everything else. And they just do beautiful work and they're doing it in God's country. And I just love it. What's the name of this show? I think it's called hometown hometown. Yeah. I gotta write, I gotta write that down. I gotta watch that. Yeah, no, it's it's like, you know, people are talking about their memories with their dad at this particular property and they're, they come back and they're like, oh, my God, like, there's so much dry rot. It's going to cost another $40,000 and people are like, fine, it's my dad's place. I mean, it, it's crazy. It's weird. There is uh, I can identify that uh, with a little bit uh, <clears throat> with the old hometown and all that good stuff. There is a uh, piece of property in, in where I grew up. Uh, back in Ohio, uh, which I've been spending a lot more time there lately. It's been very awesome. It's been great. Uh, But like one block over, there's someone who is, I think they just bought the property and they're going to flip it. Uh, They're going to flip it. And I want to go into this house so badly because I've watched them over the last few months, like slowly but surely, like Changing the windows, putting in insulation, putting on the siding, picking out and putting up new, uh, you know, lighting fixtures on the outside and planting little shrubs. And it's like, man, that didn't look like it cost that much money, but the place looks great. They're going to make a mint off of that. And then you're looking at the whole street. You're like, ooh, the house next door. Those guys got to be getting nervous. <laughs> they got to they gotta up their game. But like, right. I'm fascinated with that stuff. I love it. I love it. Oh. I love it. And I love like the people that can go in and look at a property and they can go, yeah, you know what? Let's rip this out. We'll put up some new drywall. Uh, you know, we'll fix the insulation. Bah, 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 bah. That'll be this many dollars. Then we'll get we'll go down to Lowe's. We'll get some new lighting fixtures. Bing, bing, bing. Then we're going to do this paint, that paint. We're going to change the handles on the cabinets. And all of a sudden it's like skadoosh, new house. That gives me a yep. boner. Okay, there Lately. is something on the on the website. Okay, that is cracking me up right now. Bring it. Uh, you have, I believe, it's a video tricking you, Sleepy Joe, and the picture you found of him for the cover on that is just epic. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I he said- looks like he looks like a cross between Jeff Dunham's Walter puppet and an angry toddler. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, I'm, I'm scrolling down to it now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's where did you find that? <laughs> that was on that was on the interweb. I forget where he was speaking, but he just looked like he's trying to be stern. He's trying to be so angry. But that's one. Oh you guys, God. I want I want to say this right now. Thank you for sharing the videos. The 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 suppression is real. Like it's killing me. The content on the website, the content on the YouTube channel has never been better. It's never been funnier. Uh, and they they don't want they don't want 
uh, channels like the Loftus Party mocking them, which means we must mock them more. Okay, here's one, <clears throat> and I just want to go on the record as saying this, uh, the one that jumped out at me, world record drone display. Terrifying. So I found this video, and uh, of course it's a Chinese company. I always thought this. I always thought this, like the last time the Olympics were in 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 China, many, many moons ago, like they put on this insane display of like drones and fireworks and people. And you're like, okay, I know this is supposed to be for entertainment purposes, but you're showing me tens of thousands of people who are moving in a coordinated fashion with fireworks in a coordinated fashion and drones in a coordinated fashion. Like that's when it stops being entertaining for me because I'm like, all you have to do is give those people guns and it's, it's game over. <laughs> like this world record drone display, it's 3000 drones. I don't know if you're looking at the, the picture, but they're making intricate patterns, intricate. They're flying 3000 drones at the same time, which is a world record. And they've got a model of the earth and then satellites and little you can see like they've made little mini satellites out of a out of a clump of drones. They show their orbit. It is like it would not be hard, you guys, to, to say, OK, let's take 3000 drones and give each one of them a little tiny gun. Maybe it only has a couple bullets, but like you could do so much damage and you're, you're flying them all remotely. You're flying them all remotely. So you're fine. And then I want to say this to the people who are like, I just get an EMP. I just That's how you take those things out. EMP. Yeah, good luck with that. Go down. Why don't you go down to the hardware store and, and pick up an EMP? Where are you going to get an EMP, brainiac? I hate that argument. I'd throw water on them. Well, good luck throwing water. Okay, you might get one drone with your bucket of water, but then the other 17 that are armed with poison-tipped needles uh, are stuck in your neck. So... It, it terrifies me. It terrifies me. Okay, do you have another pick, or am I going to go again? Um, I see you did 25 worst moments for Biden. I don't know that we can get through all of them, um, but that that's a pretty hefty list. That is. That is a pretty hefty list. I'm looking. I, got, got, I go to politics. I'm clicking. That was uh, who compiled that list. Uh, but, yeah, it's. Listen, there's no way you can look at this guy's presidency and think, okay, this is this is going well. This is going well. It's it's really, really horrible. Like he beyond gaffes, beyond falling up the stairs multiple times, like Afghanistan. Come on. That's just an absolute train wreck. Somebody has that meme out there. The only thing he's built back better so far is the Taliban. Um, yeah, right? It, it is. It is. Okay, well, uh, someone just posted something as I'm looking. Ooh, I let Cranky Gordon do Sunday jams. I can't wait to see who he picked. I'm not going to do it live here. But I do it. But, but in the world of music, I was going to talk about uh, I wanted to do the, the top Instagram uh, accounts. And, and this was very surprising. Uh, the number one Instagram account in the world is like this uh, Brazilian uh, comedian, which I'm like, OK, I, I find that very odd. But like tens of millions. Uh, I, I don't know anything about the guy, but like whatever. But the number three, uh, the number three, she's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, she's the singer from Venezuela. Uh, Lele Pons, which is just the sexiest name ever, Lele Pons, and she has 47 million followers on, and how, and I'd never even heard of her. Uh, <laughs> she's not a musical genius. <laughs> she's not a musical genius, but she is easy on the eyes, and she seems like an, an adorable person. With a uh, <laughs> with a pretty good sense of humor and an extremely lucky boyfriend, uh, so that's that's on the web. We got oh my gosh, we get we got time for a couple more. We got time for a couple more. Okay, and I know you like these videos, 
So this will entertain you. You know the guy that does those fake pitch meeting videos? Yes. <clears throat> he did one on the Matrix Resurrections. And uh, <laughs> they're so funny. He he plays, uh, he plays the, exe the executive in charge of production. And then he also plays uh, the studio head. So the camera keeps going back and forth. And he's asking himself the questions. But he's walking the Warner Brothers studio head through uh, the Matrix Resurrections and how it's going to work and why. Uh, and it was highly, highly entertaining to me. <laughs> just talking well, about. The, it it just ahead. calls out all the screwed up things in any plot. And you oh, just have to wonder how they didn't see it coming. Well, that's and this is great. This is great. They do see it coming. And this is also the terrifying notion. And it's so uh, it's so wild to watch people putting politics and messaging above profits. Like everybody always thinks this. They think this naively. Well, you know, the money, the money, the money, that will be the great equalizer. Uh, but it's not. We, we, we're in this world now where, where journalists say, listen, uh, times are different. I can't cover uh, Donald Trump objectively. I, I have to go after him uh, to save the planet. <clears throat> and they're doing it now in Hollywood. They're doing it now in Hollywood. They know that they're putting this messaging in movies and, and, and that they'll lose money and they won't be as successful. However, the messaging is there for all time. And when a little kid sees it and a little kid is affected by it, that's that's more powerful uh, than anything. And then that little kid, when he grows up, he'll be a customer and then his kids will be customers. And it's 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 the wildest. It is the wildest thing to watch when you're like, man, you could take a show like Cowboy Bebop. And if you just stayed true to the source material and and just treated that as a as an important piece of entertainment, boy, you could you could make so much money. You'd have so much success. You'd have at least eight years. Eight years of success. No, it's more important to make it woke. It's more important to make it woke. And if it goes bye-bye, well, it goes bye-bye. And that's what that's what Marvel is struggling with right now. I haven't seen the new Spider-Man movie. But I have seen box office reports, and I've seen some YouTubers. I've seen the titles of their videos. That, that they're saying that, like, the new Spider-Man is not woke. It's just, it's just a great movie. And it is, it's crushing it at the box office. Yeah. And then you, and then you compare that to, uh, uh, you know, Shang-Chi and the seven rings or whatever the frick that thing was, which I guess was, had a woke element or some politically correct element. And, and Spider-Man is just crushing it. Now, one is the official, you know, Marvel thing. Marvel's going woke. They're going to have, you know all kinds of new woke properties coming out and the, and Spider-Man is Sony. So hopefully, uh, you know, Sony will continue to make great movies as we watch Marvel go absolutely down the crapper. Just well, Marvel. I mean, wait, how do go you ahead. do a woke Deadpool? Uh, that's well, I think that's Sony though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like Sony, Sony's characters, I mean, you probably could have gone a little woke with Spider-Man, but I mean, all you would do is ruin the character if you went woke with uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny. I watched uh, the first episode. It's, to watch what Marvel's doing and to watch what Disney is doing, and, and I'm really, I'm really holding out hope that they don't do this to, to Boba Fett, but I think they are. The same thing they did to Hawkeye. Like, ooh, we're going to do Hawkeye the series, which was abysmal, by the way. It did horrible numbers. Nobody liked it. And we're like, ooh, we're going to have Hawkeye teamed up with a rapscallion, renegade, precocious teenage girl, and they're going to have a big adventure. I think they're going to do it to Boba Fett. I swear to God. I think they're going to do it to Boba Fett. And it, it's it's just going to be fun to watch it burn. It's just going to be fun to watch it burn. I watched, and I just want to say this out loud. But I mean, I watched, that's like kind of sad because the Star Wars series, there was like a brief glimmer of hope that the thing was going to be saved. 
Yeah. Yeah. The oh. uh, John Favreau wrote episode one. I think Robert Rodriguez directed it. I only had one issue with it, really. It was so ridiculous. Like Boba Fett and his and his his sidekick are walking down the mean streets of Tatooine uh, and they get surrounded uh, by these assassins and these assassins have these force field shields. And so Boba Fett can't go forward. He can't go left. He can't go right. He can't go backwards. He's surrounded. There's a circle of people with force fields around him. And you're like, dude, you got a jetpack. Fly away. We've all seen you use it. You have a jetpack. Oh, my God. You're wearing it even as we speak. And for some reason, for some, it was comedic. For some inexplicable reason, uh, Boba Fett's like, I'm going to try to punch these guys. Well, why Why didn't you fly away, buddy? That's the kind of uh, logically. But anyway, uh, they're going to slowly but surely ruin Star Wars. I, I, I think I, I think it might be over. <laughs> I think I think it might be over because uh, they're going to introduce a rapscallion uh, little streetwise punk girl. And she's going to need Boba Fett's help for something. Oh, my God. Please don't do it. I hope I'm wrong. Okay. Before we uh, stick the dismount here, we got to talk a little bit about uh, Betty White, uh, who was just completely awesome. Who was just completely awesome. Uh, and and it's, it's too funny. Uh, spent a lot of years in Hollywood. I was on the same lot where they did Hot in Cleveland. Uh, never got a chance to meet Betty White. I did get a chance to, uh, you know, wave hello from a distance and and she seemed like a lovely lady i heard a rumor National treasure absolutely just funny just freaking funny and sweet and uh all of the above and she always was she knew she knew exactly what she was doing when you know she was 80 something years old and it's like it's funny when the cute old lady says dirty things it's it's yeah. funny you watch that Saturday Night Live skit where they're doing the NPR thing and she's talking about her her muffin and how moist her muffin is and it's not crusty. That's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. Now, when I was a kid, uh, it was uh, her, her turn, Sue Ann Nivens on the Mary Tyler Moore show, who was once again this prim and proper, this prim and proper woman who had a cooking show but she was banging she was you could just tell she was a dirty girl when she was <laughs> which was just it's just so funny prim and proper but then just woohoo and it was great and the, it was never dirty it was always insinuated and her performance is just fantastic it's a sad sad thing uh that she had to go but wow what a phenomenal run she had I heard a rumor and I, I haven't checked it out but I guess she got uh, her vaccination on December 28th I saw somebody say she got a booster on the 28th I can't confirm it um, but that's what I saw yeah that would be uh, that would be a bummer that well because be bummer. her 100th birthday was like two weeks away yeah. And yeah. she was still like right as rain. Oh yeah. Just uh just like no chronic health conditions, nothing really. And it's crazy. It's like she's one of those people where you never heard a bad word. You like never ever not even the hint. Like, oh Betty White's a bitch or she did this. I mean, she did so she did some really funny skits with Ryan Reynolds where she was a man manipulative bitch. <laughs> that was just like so funny. Um, and then I'll say this as well before we get out of here and go over to the Patreon segment where I know you all will be joining us. Uh, John Madden passing away. That's a sad one. Yeah, that's a sad one. Uh, because that dude was just great. Even like in, in just a regular guy, a great coach, did a, a lot of great things for the Raiders organization. And then he was always just so fun. Uh, in the booth back when I watched uh, the NFL and and cared. <laughs> but, you know, boom! Oh, and Santa's got a big... See, Santa's going to have a... He's going to have two beers because he's a big guy. That kind of stuff is fantastic. And then, of course, the John Madden football game. 
But just like everything else, like uh, the Madden football game, it got away from them. It got away from them. That boy, that franchise used to be so fantastic. And I know they sell a lot of games now, but good Lord, it's just too complicated. They've, they've taken the fun out of it. Like somebody needs to tell the people at the John Madden, you know, NFL video game. Like, I don't really want to coach. Like, I don't really want to have to deal with like. I just want to pretend to play football. I want to pretend I want to be a pretend coach. I don't really want to negotiate salaries and worry about players getting thrown in jail. Like all that shit you can keep. And then I will say this. Uh, During the Rona, I played the new Metroid on my Nintendo Switch. You guys, if you ever played Metroid, get the new one. It's called Metroid Dread. I'm giving it nine out of 10 stars. (laughs) It is so much fun. It is so much fun. And it's a great, it's it's just another example. It's just another example of like uh, the lead character in Metroid. That's a girl. That's that was like one of the greatest reveals ever in the first Metroid, the character you've been playing the whole game. You finally beat the final boss. The character takes off their helmet and what? It's a girl. Nobody complained. Everybody loved it, myself included. Like, no one has a problem with strong female characters. No one, it just has to be a good story. Metroid is a great example of that, and the new game is fantastic. Okay, the Gimlet and I, we're going to head over to Patreon. We will see you over there. I hope you had a great New Year's Eve, and I I hope you have the best Double Deuce ever. (laughs) 